0: B L E A V, that is capital letters B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts.
1: Are you recording?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but that's the beauty of editing nobody will ever hear this
1: this is the best part all right hey
0: welcome in everybody to another edition of the topic fandom podcast i'm your host dylan huntsinger at thunder chats um I, I guess why did you part? tell
1: them at Thunder Chats?
0: I mean that's my app. Like, you know, just like, you know, if you're looking to follow me on stuff, like, that's where you follow me. Twitter Instagram put underscore
1: basketball. and throw the
0: thunder chat on Instagram, uh, TikTok I'm there, threads I'm there. So yeah, Thunder Chats if you want to follow me, that's cool. <laughs> um, but also I you, you heard the you heard the voice in the background, she's got the Pikachu headphones on. Her top half is covered by a blanket. It is the one and only Chelsea. Hunt Singer, what's up, Chelsea?
1: I don't know what my Twitter ad is. Uh, think? Uh, I think I changed it back to Chelsea Lay.
0: I don't think you did. Yeah, you did.
1: Mm. Either way, don't follow me. I don't tweet.
0: <laughs> it is once again Chelsea Lay. We got to get you on threads.
1: I don't use Instagram anymore either.
0: Mm mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. Cool. So anyways, uh welcome into another edition of the Top Fan of Podcast. Uh, we did not record last week because uh, I don't know why. I think we were just it was just a busy week. And so this week we did. we've got a lot of contact, or content. content We got a lot of content to cover this week. Um, but before we get into the news that drops, uh, we do have to talk about Secret Invasion, the Marvel Disney Plus show that has been airing Four episodes are in now. We talked about our first two episodes in our last pod. We're going to talk about episodes three and episode four in this pod. Uh, so,
1: did we not record last week? No. Hmm.
0: hmm. Curious. Very curious.
1: Okay. I don't really remember what happened in last week's episode. Okay.
0: Well, Chelsea, how did you feel about the last two episodes? Just overarching feelings.
1: Um f- Good. Not bad.
0: I mean, I guess that's...
1: I mean here's the positive. thing. I don't think I'm gonna have much to say about like how I feel about the individual episodes because I'm just still confused about where everything's going. But this episode had higher stakes little more action not as slow so better well yeah i mean
0: and it's like i said in the first episode you know the yeah. director said that this is very much like a six-part like movie like yeah. it, it's it's all like one big movie broken up into six parts
1: i really wish they would have <coughs> just released it like that
0: well if it was gonna be a movie they'd have some they'd have more no, big I mean, names like in two episodes stuff, at a time yeah yeah but um Episode four definitely feels like, you know, the climax is coming. Uh, Or I guess this is like really like the tip of the rising action. Episode five will be the climax in the penultimate episode. But um, yeah, I mean, just kind of recapping a a couple of the things that happened in episode three that brings you to episode four.
1: Spoilers. spoilers.
0: Yeah, this is, this is going to be spoiling. As my guy Van Lathan of Ringerverse says, you are listening to a reaction podcast. Uh, spoilers are coming i don't know what you expected otherwise um episode three some of the things that happened is you know we kind of get to see a little bit more nick fury's relationship with his wife uh we do come to find out that spoiler he did know that she was a scroll so um one oh on the uh on marvel and zero points for dylan on that theory there they got me there I thought, oh,
1: you thought that he didn't know? Yeah, I
0: brought that up. I thought about yeah. because, like, I mean, it it, it would have made sense, especially how they like you know laid it out because she was in her scroll form, and as soon as Fury walks through the door, mm-hmm. back into human mode. So, yeah, it would have made sense, but it's fine. It's fine. Fury knows that you know she's a scroll. Uh, we see him, you know, go to reconnect with Tal- Talos did I say Talos. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to reconnect with Talos. And, I'm like, you know, they're really bickering. And Talos is like, oh, well, I need you to basically beg. Like, I, you know, if you want me to help you, like, I need you to tell me that, like, I'm nothing, that you're nothing without me. And mm-hmm. much to surprise, Fury submits, like, yeah, I'm nothing without you. And we kind of see a little bit of a background into, like, all the events of the MCU and Fury's life because like Nick Fury is like this living legend of like, espionage like he's like you know the man with a plane and planes behind the planes like you know he's he, he's that guy he's him in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and like the war um but come to find out that he he got to his station because of the scrolls helping him out behind the scenes and so that was a that was a shocking and an interesting revelation how would you feel about that
1: um, <laughs> I don't remember what you're talking. You don't about.
0: remember there. Was, so, Talos was in the bar and he was eating. Fury comes in there and he's like, "Hey, I got a lead on Gravik." And then Taylor is like, "Oh, cool, mate."
1: And yeah. Okay.
0: Fury's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, you thought I was just gonna like get up and go?"
1: Is he supposed to be Australian?
0: Ben Mendelsohn, I believe, is Australian.
1: Because sometimes I can't tell.
0: Could be wrong. I don't know. But
1: anyway, yeah, I remember. Um, I just like don't care that much about Nick Fury.
0: <laughs> Chelsea very much doesn't like Nick Fury. Um, but yeah, and you know, a couple of the other things that happened in this episode. So Taylor has a meeting with Gravic, uh, and that's when he ends up threatening Gravic. Uh, that's when we are revealed that, you know, Gravik has the ish- extremist powers inside of him already. Because in, like, true gangster fashion, like, Talos just took a knife and, like, stabbed him stabbed in his her. hand and, like, was like, stay away from my daughter. I'll kill you if you touch her. And, like, walks away. And then Gravik just slowly just slides his hand Ugh. out from the knife. And, you know, it starts to piece back together with the extremists. It was, it was really cool visual effects. And, like, it just adds to the mythos that is graphic. Because he's low-key one of the more menacing villains in, like, the entirety of the MCU. Like, I and not only is he menacing, like, he has charisma. Like, he's carrying this show, in my opinion.
1: Mm -hmm. You concur? Yeah, it's interesting, too, because you you meet him as, you know, a little kid that probably had a lot of hope and was looking up to Nick Fury and now he's enemy number one.
0: Yeah, and you have these scenes, like, you know, prior to him getting stabbed in the hand, you have the scene where he goes to threaten Gravic before he stabs him in the hand, you know, during their sit-down conversation, and it's revealed that, you know, Talos is outnumbered, but he's surrounded by scrolls. Like, everybody stands up and transforms into Gravic. As a show of force and my intimidation to Talos, to like let him know, like you're not the one that calls the shots. Like we're literally everywhere. And
1: Talos is like a lone ranger; he doesn't really have any scrolls on his side. Yeah, and we don't really know if Gaia is actually on his side or not. Yeah, well, in three.
0: Yeah, at the at the end of three, you know, we, we do find out that like Gaia gets some intel from Gravic. You know hearing him talk on the phone and, you know, like, Amelia Clark, like, Danny, guy, like, you know, you just gotta use better wisdom on that. Like, that was so obviously a trap. Mm-hmm. And, like, you fell right into it. Like, not a very good spy. You know, need to need to work on the espionage there a little bit, but...
1: Why do you keep using the word It's esp- fun to say. <laughs> say it. I know. Espionage.
0: Anywho, um... And yeah, it turns out it was a trap, like I said. You know, she alerts Talos of it. Talos and Fury go to stop the threat. I think that it was missiles being shot out of a submarine. And it was like this big whole thing. And Talos, like they get it done, and Talos tells Gaia, like, run. And Gaia is trying to, like, get all our stuff together and sneak out of the, uh, what, What's what's the place called? Do you remember? us, New us She tries to sneak out a new us on a motorcycle and she almost gets there until headlights flash on. Gravick's waiting for it was a trap. Okay. And, you know, that's okay. when Gravik shoots her and she's presumed dead at the end of the episode.
1: You're doing that thing where you just relay the episodes back.
0: I'm sorry. It's it's weird to do it just two people where we're it's talking not, two episodes. It's
1: not. just having a conversation and you're just Rambling on and on about what we already know happened in the episode. Well,
0: I'm done with episode three now, but yeah, I mean, we're at any point. Did you think that Gaia was actually dead?
1: No, because why would you cast Amelia Clark if she's just gonna die in episode three?
0: Yeah, stupid. Yeah, I concur. Like, I, I, hundred percent was just like, like my jaw went on the floor for about half a second. And I was like, wait a minute. There, there, ain't no freaking way.
1: Okay, but now I'm confused because she gives her dad the intel, and then at the in four, she gets away because she wasn't dead. She gets back to her dad, and she says, "This is where I belong." And then she pieces out like two seconds later, and is and tells her dad he's delusional.
0: Yeah, says that this is where I belong here with you, my dad, uh-huh. and then. <laughs>
1: Leaves like two seconds later.
0: Yeah, he he didn't get the answer that she wanted. And I, was, I think she realized that Talos doesn't really have a pa- plan. Like, yeah, you know, he's kind of, you know, he's trying to do the right thing. He's trying to, you know, work with his friends, his allies, and like Nick Fury and Co. But Nick I,
1: Fury I, has no co. <laughs> yeah, that's he true. He got fired from his co.
0: But I also believe that. In like trying to explain, trying to piece that plan together to Gaia, Talos probably has some self-realization there as well in the fact that I don't really have a plan. Like there is no end game. Like we're probably going to be stuck here for a while, and you know it's it's it's, it's going to be the same problem. But you know, at least we'll have like Gravik and you have the the bad scrolls out of the way. But
1: so, is their goal to join Earth, Talos? But then Gravix's goal is to destroy the human race and take her over Earth.
0: So you got Gravix right. Talos is very much just still trying to find a planet. Like, they, a planet. they want their own planet. Wouldn't and it be
1: like no matter where they went, they'd kind of be like intruders? Unless they found an empty planet? Yeah. I but think how that's, many? Empty that's planet? that's the
0: whole thing. Like, they're trying to find like an empty, inhabitable planet. So well, there's a few and far between. Like, it's a big galaxy in the MCU, but...
1: Okay, so... Mm-hmm. Which one of us predicted that what's-his-face was a squirrel? <laughs> I can't remember his name. Rhodey? Never can I remember Rhodey that his Mast name squirrel. is Rody Alex predicted to it. Did just, you also predict it? I think, yeah, I was like... I don't think you or Alex said...
0: No, Alex did for Rody but I, I will say that I did not. I, I thought that
1: he was so <laughs> not only,
0: from Jump. Well, not only did, like, you know, I, I think it was too easy, like, I, I think that that's, like, a misstep by Marvel. I think it was too heavy-handed. I think Yeah, that, it was
1: so obvious. Yeah,
0: I, I think that, like, I thought it was, like, a misdirect. I thought they yeah. were trying to, like, throw it in your face, and then it's like, oh, no, it's somebody else. Mm-hmm. But, no, like, it, it was very heavy-handed, and, you know, that's my fault for getting duped, but also, like, shame <laughs> on Marvel because, like, that's, that's annoying. That's annoying, um, but we do have the scene. Sorry,
1: I was just gonna say there haven't been that many, like, a surprise. I'm a scroll where I was like actually surprised so far.
0: Well, there's still two episodes left. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we mentioned, we do see Guy reconnect with Talos. Turns out that when she was before she escaped from New Scrollos she underwent the procedure to become a super scroll herself. And we see that whenever, you know, she's laying on the ground, turned into a scroll form, bleeding out the chest from Gravik's gunshot wound, and she comes back alive because the extremist pushes the bullet out and heals her body. So, uh, is, is that what you saw whenever... At the end of episode three, like we knew the guy was dead, but we knew she probably wasn't going to stay dead. Is that how you thought she was going to come back,
1: or what? Yeah, yeah. I had a feeling she she did this. I cannot say super scroll. (laughs) I cannot say it. Super scroll. Mm -hmm. Crunchy R's.
0: Okay. Anyway, but yeah. So, and we also got to see the super scroll. And a little bit more action in, in this episode. So we've seen Graphic the extremists in a perfect. couple of different times. But yeah, we saw Gravik in the assault on the UK motorcade uh, Exercises his Groot arm. And grab one of the US soldiers. And what do we constrict him to death? Like it was, So
1: do we think that each hand is a different power like in the comics? Or...
0: I don't know. Because like the other
1: hand had the... What's it called?
0: Extremists. Yeah, so whenever Taylor stabbed Gravik and he pulled his hand out and was healed with Extremis, it was his left hand. He used the group powers with his right arm. But Gaia was shot in the chest, like, pretty much dead center, I would maybe say. Maybe
1: she only got one power. And maybe Gravik's the only one with multiple powers.
0: I mean, it's it's definitely possible. Who
1: knows? We'll see.
0: Yeah, we will see. But- okay. Um,
1: let's talk about the biggest moment of all
0: and that is
1: <laughs> is Talos dead I think Talos is for
0: sure dead oh yeah, Talos is absolutely dead and like,
1: sad and Nick Fury just left him laying there like a freaking a-hole <laughs>
0: it, it was it was really well done Like it was a really cool scene because Talos is trying to Free the president from the car. You know, he's knocked out, and he's trying to break the window. And Gravic sees it happening. He's like, hey, take out Talos to his guy, Panic. Is that his name? Pagon? I said Panic. I was about
1: to say, Panic. <laughs> <Pain and>
0: panic, Panic. <laughs> That's a cool name, though. Um, but no, he, he told his guy, Pagon, take him out. He shot him in the shoulder. And you can see he's starting to convert into a scroll form, indicating that, like, it was, it was like a mortal wound. And Why
1: is it a mortal wound? I don't know to be shot in the. I don't
0: I don't know the anatomy of scrolls. Okay, Okay. I had I had to reach for that word anatomy. I just I had to pull it out. But he started to convert into a scroll. But in the midst of it, you know, you kind of go back to the conversation you had with Gaia of you know him show. He told Gaia like we're going to show them who we are, Mm -hmm. and they'll accept us for that eventually. And in dying. In you know, becoming a scroll and like showing everybody who he is, he's still trying to put forth that good faith, and he's still trying to break that glass, even though he's suffering from that gunshot wound. And he succeeds in breaking the glass, they get the president, they get him into the car, and you see a soldier come over to Talos and say, I got you, come with me. And Talos is obviously in distress, he's in pain, he's probably thinking he's gonna die. And they just stop about halfway through the car and stare at Fury and it's Which is right exactly then. what Huh?
1: Gravic did in episode one.
0: Yeah. Because like, I mean, Fury's like light bulb goes off in his head, he's about to take him out, and spoiler alert or surprise, surprise, not spoiler alert, the soldier turns out to be Gravic stabs Talosh right, right in, in where the human heart would be. We don't know where the squirrel heart could be, it could be in your belly button. no but yeah so R.I.P. Talos we've now lost Maria Hill and Talos I, I felt the death of Talos a little bit more than I did Maria Hill about you
1: yeah because in all of the Marvel properties that she has been in and Nick Fury we have learned nothing about them outside of the fact that they work for worked for Shield. We've never seen any of their personal life, you know? So like, yeah, Maria Hill was a cool character, but yeah, we've seen way more of Talos's life and story than either of them. And I think they're trying to they're trying to give us Nick Fury stuff, but like it's a little too late.
0: Yeah, so we had that scene with him and his wife, and you know she gets the call from whoever Rodi is um, as a scroll. Which, by the way, you know, as you pointed out, like a the girl. scroll is a female scroll. You know, she gets out of the shower, she wraps the chest around her, or she wraps the towel around her chest, uh, which, which is I how,
1: reckon a guy could do. that. I mean, yeah, like, they could but, like a girl scroll.
0: But yeah, um, it she seems to be a girl scroll impersonating roadie um so we see him hand down the order to priscilla who is fury's wife that he has to kill fury and he gives the ultimatum if you don't kill fury i'm gonna kill you classic catch 22. they had the face off at the house they decide they can't kill each other they love each other too much so then are they
1: friends or not i confused i more don't know
0: that they love each other but they respect
1: each other but i think it's i don't know
0: what i don't know you think it's why?
1: i don't know <laughs> okay i just don't know all right um it just doesn't make me like nick fury any more than you know
0: yeah well One question before we get into the rating for these two episodes, Um, something that has been a struggle for a lot of the Disney Plus shows is their inability to stick the landing. A lot of times they will have a really good start, and like Moon Knight is like one that comes to example. Like Moon Knight was great, like episodes one through five, and then the finale you have this giant CGI animated soccer boppers, Power Rangers voltron fight (laughs) and so and we we was talking about on the episode like you know we're watching graphics just like huh
1: i can't even remember
0: you don't remember khonshu fighting amit you don't remember the freaking freaking moon god mummy fighting the giant alligator in Egypt
1: yeah like i remember it but in the moment it didn't feel that weird but i guess now that i'm thinking about it
0: it's freaking weird
1: yeah and the hippo on the boat,
0: well, yeah, I mean, that wasn't terrible, because it's all that was weird. the penultimate episode, but anyways, this is about Secret Division. But what we was talking about even when we was watching it like, Graphic was just wrecking shop of people with his guns, with his knives, the extremist power, the group powers. And you know, after Talos is stabbed by Graphic, Fury mm-hmm. takes the shot, he shoots Graphic in the face, wait, which by the way. Wait. By the way, pulp fiction callback for anybody that's seen pulp fiction, just shot Marv in the face. He just shot him? Gravick in the face. Yes, I've seen pulp fiction. Um, <laughs> and like you see like where he shot him in the face as he turns around. But again, he has the extremis and starts to seal his face back up. I guess that's another thing about like, you know, the whole super school thing about how he has a power in like each appendage. Like
1: his face. Yeah.
0: yeah same thing with Gaia. So I don't know. Interesting. Maybe Extremis is just in you.
1: You think Captain Marvel is going to show up at the end?
0: No. But what I was <laughs> but what I was saying was who like what are they going to do? Like Captain the hero Marvel. of this story is Nick Fury, Talos and Maria Hill like, at the start and, and then Gaia. And Hill's dead, Talos is dead. Fury has guns. That is all he has. So it's That's looking like it's going to be a showdown between Gaia and Gravic in the finale. Are you going to be satisfied with that?
1: No, because, like, I guess the lore of Nick Fury is that all he's ever had is guns and he's gotten this far. You know, he's encountered a lot of things and somehow made it out on the other side. I don't, there's got to be more to it than just them battling it out unless guy is just going to become op somehow i just don't i don't know another thing that they've failed at doing is like or they've rushed all the endings you know like we're more than halfway through now and we're not close to any resolution So, I think there's still a lot of ground to cover.
0: Yep, and we do have two episodes. There's a lot that could happen. Uh, There's rumors about some things that can happen, but...
1: What are rumors? I want to know.
0: We'll address those when we get to that.
1: No, I want to know rumors. Right now.
0: Okay, spoiler for rumors. (laughs) <laughs> if you don't like leaks and rumors and stuff, the rumor is that Daisy Johnson appears in episode 6. Oh, right, six. right, right.
1: Well, okay, that's something interesting to talk about. Well, because if they're going to bring back anyone from Agents of, SHIELD. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I know what it's called. Okay. Then it should be Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> that that you just gave me was hilarious. bombastic
0: Sina. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think that it opens up a lot of opportunities outside of Secret Invasion if you bring in Daisy Johnson, like we talked about, you know, Oops, The Young Avengers, you know, in one of the <clears throat> in the in the movie. Is it called The Young Avengers in the movie? No, it's called Marvel Rising. Okay,
1: yeah. I was going to say, if you haven't watched the Marvel Rising, are they... Would you call them, like, movies or, like... I don't really know what they are.
0: They're, like, TV movies, I think. Yeah,
1: there's, like, four of them <coughs> on Disney+. Plus. They're cartoons, but it's a really interesting... Or, like, a good look into what the How Young, Avengers, the young could Avengers. Avengers could look like in the MCU. Obviously, they would... Make changes, but it would make the teenageness of them, I think, more palatable if they ground them with a Daisy-like character.
0: Yeah, and Chloe Bennett, who's the actress that plays uh, Daisy Johnson, also voiced Daisy Yeah, in the, in the yeah. Marvel Rising. So.
1: Yeah, Marvel Rising has Miss Marvel, Squirrel Girl...
0: America Chavez,
1: America Chavez, Patriot, Patriot. Which all of these characters, well, minus Squirrel Girl, have been introduced. Oh, we
0: need a live action Squirrel Girl so bad.
1: Uh, you know who would be great? Who the the girl that plays Lily on Sex Education? Oh God! But she looks. They've 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 changed the characters like physical appearance a lot in the comics, so mm-hmm. she doesn't necessarily look the part, but she'd be good at it.
0: Well, you know, there was somebody that was going to play Squirrel Girl. <laughs> yeah, she's too old. It was, yeah, I That's mean... stupid. It, they should have... Milena Vaintrub, um, the AT&T girl. She, her, incidentally, her name is Lily in AT&T commercials, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I never really understood that casting because Squirrel Girl is a teenager, and she's very much not a teenager.
0: Yeah, I really wanted to see that show, though, because they had... Her is squirrel girl, and then they had a uh, Derek Thielen in the, in the show. I don't remember who he was playing, but is. he played Danny Wheeler in uh, Baby Daddy. Oh right. Yeah, that was gonna be fun. But anyway, so let's get back to the task at hand. So Secret Evasion Chelsea, four episodes in. Rating right these past two episodes. What do you rate it? Two thumbs down. One thumbs down. A fist like it was mid. Thumbs up or two thumbs up?
1: Just gets one thumbs up for now. Okay, I did like this episode more than the first two. I don't remember anything about the third one. I must. So I, would been- episode, I, I would say
0: that you remember episode. I would say that you liked episode four more than you liked episode three then, two.
1: I guess, but I just don't remember anything.
0: Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. We've had a lot of things happen in our life since then. So, um, yeah, I would say. I'm like in between one thumbs up and two thumbs up because mm-hmm. I was kind of bored last week. Like I liked how it ended. Um, you know, I liked some of the interactions like between the characters, like the, you know, the face off between Talos and Gravik was like chef's kiss. It was awesome.
1: You say his name different every time.
0: Talos. Uh, it's, it's unequivocally Talos.
1: Yes. You just said Gravik.
0: Is it Gravik or Gravik?
1: It's Gravik.
0: Okay. Gravik. Gravik. Um, yeah, like the face off between them was like awesome but like other than that the episode was kind of lacking. This episode I was really it? enjoyed Oh, oh the, the the battle scene like the the siege on the American Motorcade the cinematography in that was like a plus. Mm-hmm.
1: I was missing um Queen Elizabeth this episode.
0: Oh, Olivia Coleman, yeah yeah there was Olivia Coleman erasure in this episode so we gotta I see what's her. up with her she appeared very briefly in episode 3 too mm-hmm. like very briefly so uh, I don't think they're phasing her out I think we'll definitely see her in the oh, next yeah. couple episodes mm-hmm. episode 5 is like what to look forward to because episode 5 is the penultimate that's episode pen- that's and,
1: Dylan's favorite word
0: Well, is it penultimate or espionage
1: well (laughs) today currently espionage over the course of our life or since you learned the phrase penultimate penultimate
0: yeah so penultimate is the episode before the finale and that's the battle of the bastards if you will yeah i mean that's some of the most powerful episodes in tv but like even marvel period like wandavision that was like whenever you like took a trip like through her mind and like kind of saw her past and how she became the scroll witch. Um I'm trying to think which one of that was with Loki. Oh, Loki, uh, the penultimate episode was whenever they were in um, oh, God, what yes. was I don't remember what the place was called, but it was where they had like every everything that I've ever been pruned. You know, wherever mm-hmm. that area was. So that was a really good. When one. you
1: meet all the other
0: Loki's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And,
1: and there was some Doom Cloud thing. Mm hmm. I forgot what its
0: name was. Man, Loki was so long ago. Mm-hmm. Very excited for season two, though. But yeah, penultimate episode is usually some of the best episodes uh, of different series. So very much looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, let's transition off of Secret Invasion and talk about some news. <laughs> so as I'm pulling up, Uh, some of the other stuff that came out. I think, like, first and foremost, something that I'm most excited for is Deadpool 3 is filming. We have seen photos. We have seen evidence. We have seen proof that Hugh Jackman, as Wolverine, will be donning the iconic yellow and blue Astonishing X-Men suit. Chelsea, we've seen the pictures of this. How do you feel about it?
1: Looks great, but I but he didn't have the the is it a helmet a mask
0: the cowl
1: the cowl <laughs> he didn't have the cowl missing the cowl got to save that for the movie I'm sure
0: it it could be like one of those things where you like pull it over your head like a hood and we just couldn't see it because we saw a frontal view of him yeah,
1: maybe I also saw that Electra is supposed to be in the movie Jennifer Garner
0: yes. Yeah, that, that was, I'm pretty sure that was confirmed by Deadline.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I've not even seen.
0: You're not missing anything, it's okay.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen the original Daredevil either.
0: Yeah, so, the, I mean, it, it looks you're not so good. It's fun. <laughs> like, it, it looks so freaking good. Um, Obviously, I'm like, very excited for this movie, very excited to see Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman riffing off each other. We're very excited to see Deadpool and Wolverine riffing off each other, and like the costume, the Deadpool costume is like one of like the top five like comic Mm -hmm. to film adaptation of all time, and Wolverine's looking like right there in that vein as well. Uh, Very excited to see that movie. Very excited to see Hugh Jackman on screen as Wolverine. Okay,
1: I have a question about this from the first Deadpool. Okay, I I think of the first Deadpool to the second Deadpool as, like, Ragnarok to Love and Thunder. Because, like, the first one was so good and so funny and, like, perfect. And then the second one was, like, a little too much of everything. You know? Not enough story, a little too much, like, just effing around. You know what I mean?
0: I mean... I still enjoyed it for what it was. I know
1: that's like what Deadpool is. Like, don't get me wrong by any means, but like not enough story for it to be a movie, like a good movie where I walked out of it and I was like, Oh yeah, that was really good.
0: Well, this So I just hope that it's not
1: like him beat bopping around and there's no like meat to it.
0: Yeah, this movie is gonna tie in the Fox universe to the mcu somehow some way is Mm -hmm. is the rumor and uh, i can't wait to see how that
1: way. what do we think the way is gonna be because obviously he's gonna be we know he's gonna be like time traveling around and he's gonna get mixed up with the TVA. that's all but been like confirmed Mm -hmm. but how's i don't know
0: I mean, the TVA, that's all you need to know. But, like,
1: does the TVA even exist?
0: Yeah, the TVA still exists. Because Is this,
1: like, before Loki messed everything up? Is this simultaneous with Loki messing everything up? Is this after Loki messed everything up?
0: I mean, the TVA still this... existed after after Sylvie messed everything up.
1: Like, was the TVA even real? Yes. If, I don't know.
0: Okay, well, let's <laughs> move on because your phone's about to die and I need to get these names off here. Did uh, your
1: phone die too?
0: My phone is at 1%. Yours is at 5%. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: so, um, new casting for James Gunn's Superman Legacy. We talked about in last episode how Dave Cornswit and Rachel Brosnahan have been cast at Clark Kent and Lois Lane. But this movie is looking like a pseudo-Justice League movie. They've brought in some big names here. So you got Nathan Fillion playing Guy Gardner, who is a hey, game Lantern. let's
1: calm down with the big names. Nathan
0: Fillion is a big name.
1: He's on that show, The Rookie. Right? He's
0: like a good actor, though.
1: But that's what he's from, right?
0: I don't know.
1: That is not a good show.
0: Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. Um very excited for that. Like Guy Gardner is a uh, <coughs> he's he's like the funny Green Lantern, so meshes like perfectly into the yeah, James good style. Good uh, Isabella Merced is playing Hawk Girl. Chelsea has informed yeah, me do do that it was do is do is do Isabella do do Merced do plays Dwar the Explorer live action. Do do
1: do do the Explorer.
0: So you know, as funny as that is, <laughs> again, like it's the perfect casting for a James Gunn movie just because he has so much fun with, you know. No, I think she
1: actually looks perfect for the part.
0: Then you got Eddie Gathegi, who will be playing Mr. Terrific. Eddie Gathegi is famously Darwin, Darwin from X Men First Class, uh, the man who really shouldn't have been able to die, died very quickly in that movie, and he was reincarnated as Mr. Terrific, so it'll be interesting to see that. Um, Very different um, looking guy than the guy that played Mr. Terrific in Arrow.
1: I don't remember him.
0: Of course you don't. (laughs) Uh, And then last but not least, probably the thing I'm most excited about is Anthony Kerrigan was cast to play Metamorpho the Element Man. Um if you guys have not seen the TV show Gotham Oh right this guy plays Victor Zazz in the show and like fireworks like he's an electric factory when he is on the show. Like he oozes charisma, he steals every scene he's in, he's hilarious. Like I, I'm I, I don't know anything about Metamorpho. But I'm excited to see him as Metamorpho because villain? I love the actor so much. Is he a villain? Uh, that's a good question.
1: I don't know. Anyway, he'll be great. <laughs> He's really funny as that.
0: Metamorpho is a superhero. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, and, and something that like I wanted to comment like I don't know much about James Gunn's early stuff but What I know now is what he's been successful in the past like decade is ensemble movies, like all three Guardians movies, his run at the Suicide Squad. They were all ensemble casts, and he did a really good job of letting like every personality cook, let every personality shine.
1: He did the second one, huh? Second Suicide Squad,
0: yeah, he did the good Suicide Squad. Uh, but he he's having the opportunity to do that now with superman legacy like you know people see superman movie and they automatically think it's going to be kind of a contained story you're going to have superman you're going to have lois you're going to have the villain that's going to kind of be it maybe jimmy olsen's in the in the movie you know what have you but they're bringing in a lot of different superheroes i expect that there might be more than one villain Um, and they're bringing in a really fun cast, and I'm excited to see James Gunn Cook on this, because he is directing this project.
1: I imagine the way that he's establishing these characters already, I imagine it to be a little bit like Titans. Because you're kind of thrown into the show with, like, you meet Raven, and Dick is very much already Robin, and you meet all the characters they're already very well established in like the universe i imagine it being like that yeah you agree uh, the world they built in titans was very good. good for like a four season show so pretty
0: pretty good i hope
1: i hope it works like that
0: yeah i'm, I'm what interested to see that? how it is um so the last thing we kind of wanted to talk about is just the ramifications of the actors and writers strike. Um, first thought, like, you know, just kind of rapid fire between this. I'm going to bring something up and then Chelsea's going to comment on it. I'm going to bring something else up. So first off, Bob Iger came out today and said that he believes that Marvel's and Star Wars projects were diluted because not only did they want to push Things out into the streaming space, but they were making more movies on top of that. He said it was diluted, they're gonna make less and they're gonna have less of a budget. Are you
1: saying he said diluted. He said
0: diluted, yes. Diluted the product is what he said. So yeah. uh Chelsea, I mean, how do you react to that revelation from Mr. Iger?
1: I I don't disagree with him, but I also think I don't like him very much. Okay. well, And... Uh, yeah.
0: Hate the player. Don't hate the game.
1: Sure. But I don't disagree with him. I think, especially with the TV shows, they really didn't get the attention to detail that they deserved. Because yeah. they were trying to do too much.
0: Didn't get a chance to flesh stuff out. Okay. The next bit of information that was revealed today is that movie studios wanted to pay background actors a one time fee, like a one time like one day pay, and then scan their appearance and have AI use them as many times as they want in different movies. Uh Chelsea, your
1: thoughts. It's so ridiculous. Like
0: Unfair to the actors, first of all.
1: Un- unethical all the way around. And, and also like, just,
0: like, bad your, product. Yeah,
1: is your goal not to make a good product at the end of the day? And if it's not, then quit your job and give it to someone else, you know? Like, so, it just doesn't even make sense. I The more I see about... The AI and all that stuff, it makes me just want to like leave society and like curl up in a hole out in the middle of nowhere. It's just so annoying. Even the intro of
0: Secret, Secret
1: Invasion, it just, every time I see it, I'm like, why? When you could have paid a very talented illustrator to create something better better don't i don't get it i just don't get the fascination with it
0: yeah i mean hey that's fun to play with like you know if you like type in a prompt and you know they'll like bring stuff up to you like i've messed around with it i was like hey make a marvel versus dc movie what would the first act be and I'd be like, in the next deck, in the next act. Yeah. And they would just, like, keep expanding, and that was, like, really fun. But in terms of, like, something big, like a money-making machine, like Marvel to do that, like, it's it's kind of weird. And at the big, very beginning of the show, like I was telling you, you know, it would have made sense if it was, like, rolling during the credits or something like mm-hmm. that. But, yeah, the beginning well, of the show was weird.
1: the guy, Bob Iger, is that his name? Uh-huh. He also said that what the actors are asking for is unrealistic and that they can't afford to give them what they're asking for, which is also just absurd because he has something like a $40 million salary on top of $20 million in bonuses throughout the year no one person needs that much money i don't i don't care what the job is that is, you're telling me you can't afford to pay a the smallest person on the totem pole like just a fair livable wage but you can take home 60 million dollars a year <laughs> and you want to use ai to use their likeness <laughs> it's just so irritating
0: and the last bit of news that i have on the strike is apparently house of the dragon filming will not be affected by the writer's strike because well it will by the actors no because i I saw a report today said that with them being english actors they are under a different um union a different actors union different actors writer they're not
1: all are they uh,
0: it's, it, that's what it said. It said, with them being English actors, they're under a different union, and contractually, they are not able to strike in solidarity. So, uh, you know, sucks in terms of like, you know, solidarity for like, you know, the American actors and writers and stuff. I can't
1: imagine stuff. every single person on the production is English.
0: I'm just telling you what all. I think I, I might have sent it to you. Actually. I mean, it
1: might be the well, only bit of, dead, of, course. of anything that we have to talk about next year because everything is going to be so far delayed. And yeah, eventually we're going to have to evolve into a rewatch podcast because there's not going to be anything new to watch.
0: That's cool. We have a lot of things we got to catch up on. So, actually, no, it'll be a very dark place because I. I, I appreciate my new content. But hey, if we, we have... To watch
1: Daredevil. <laughs> leading up to the new Daredevil.
0: Oh, I thought you meant the movie.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but no. If we have a break in the action, then maybe the next thing that comes out from Marvel will get hyped up and overhyped pos- posthumously. Posthumously. God, did it again. Posthumously like WandaVision. Where did, did you so. hear that word? I mean, it's been used a lot.
1: Where did you hear that word? I don't know. That you've started using it recently.
0: Lo- I in a lot of places. Posthumously.
1: You had to have heard it somewhere. Etc.
0: Etc. Anyways, uh, yeah. Name that movie. I mean, that's split.
1: Okay. Etc.
0: Anyways, I think that covers all the news. Uh, like I said, there's a lot going on in the world of fandom, especially with the Rider strike and new Revelations coming out about that. So, uh, knowing a writer for some Marvel projects and some other projects. You know, Don't
1: say what you're about to say.
0: Stand in solidarity with them. Go get your bag. Get what oh, you I deserve. I
1: thought you were going to talk about that guy. No. Saying he made like $396. No, not him.
0: I don't know who that is, but, um, yeah, no. Stand in solidarity with them. Like, go get what you deserve. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got to say. Chelsea, you got any closing remarks?
1: I don't reckon.
0: Shout out to Alex, by the way. I didn't mention the beginning of the pod, but OKC okay, is experiencing a lot of storms and so he is without power, so he is not able to join us for this podcast. So hopefully he's able to join us next time, because the next time you hear from us, depending on, you know, how much stuff drops, depending on how juicy the penultimate episode is, it might be after episode five, it might be after episode six, and we're talking about the series as a whole. But we will keep you posted, and uh, keep it locked in here for all of your nerd news on Topic Phantom. But... With that being said, on behalf of myself, on behalf of Chelsea, and the absentee Alex, hope you have a great night.
1: Do, 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 do. say
0: it.
1: Do, 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 do.
0: Nerd up and geek
1: out. Door, door, door the Explorer.
0: Thank you for listening to the Topic Fandom Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Our podcast can be found on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. Find our podcast that was a five-star rating and positive
1: review. And spread the word if you enjoyed it while we try to grow this thing. Until then, nerd up and geek out.